From Toronto, Canada, The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. Well, thanks for inviting me into your home, long-haul truck, RV, camper, taxi, your parents' well-appointed rec room, your loft, that greasy spoon just off the interstate, and your cabin in the woods. Howdy to all of you listening in on one of our affiliate stations, and last week we added another, WIOS AM in Flint, Michigan. Hello, hello, hello to uh, all of you who listen to the Conspiracy Show podcast, available everywhere iTunes, TuneIn, Radio, you name it, it's everywhere. Those of you who take The Conspiracy Show with you on your uh, mobile device, The Conspiracy Show app, those of you watching us on the live YouTube stream, and please visit the YouTube channel and uh, subscribe if you haven't already done so. Those of you in the YouTube live chat, hello to you, however and wherever you're listening. And watching, we bid you the warmest of welcomes, and uh, we thank you for your fine company. Albert, Ryan, and Sebastian are all here, and so too is David Oates, the discoverer of reverse speech. Yeah, he's playing a lot of audio clips having to do with the JFK assassination. Reverse speech from the likes of Jack Ruby, uh, Lee Oswald, LBJ, J. Edgar Hoover, uh, and these are very, very revealing. Uh, all right, so we, um, we we heard quite a few from LBJ. Did you have some more on LBJ? Uh, LBJ, all right. Yes, I do. I actually opened up another one to play you. Oh, here's an interesting one. Let us turn away from the fanatics of the far left and the far right, from the apostles of bitterness and bigotry. Okay, see if you can hear what this one's saying. Yeah, we're not silent. Yeah, we're not silent. You should hear that. Something something will not oh. silent? Uh, kill not sudden, actually. You got the S. <laughs> kill not sudden. Kill silent. You hear that? Kill not sudden. Not silent. In other words, it was planned. It was planned and orchestrated. Ah, okay? I see. Right, right, right. Interesting. So, how did he know that? Interesting. Here's a, here, here's a really clear one. This is from George H.W. Bush at Gerald Ford's funeral, where he uh, mentioned the JFK assassination. So here's the Fords. Even the dark clouds of politics gathered over America. After a deluded gunman assassinated President Kennedy... This, uh, this reversal got me exploring into all sorts of high officials as to who else was involved. Okay, listen carefully so you can hear what this is saying. What do you hear there? The guy on the motorbike? Let me before you give it the answer, let's go around here, okay, Ryan. You got the Ike, right? You got the Ike. Yeah, okay. Ryan, did you hear anything? Vaguely murder maybe. Okay, oh well, I'm sorry. I thought this was clearer than that. I now I'm a little bit embarrassed. No, no, okay. no, no. We're we're just not very good at it. Albert, what do you I think? Think? I thought I heard too. I'm the murder guy, it sounded like to me. Oh, ah, interesting. Okay. Well I'll play it again, then I'll tell you what I think it says. Okay? So here we go. I've got the crime avoided Ike. I'll play it again. Yeah, you don't hear that. I, I do hear it. I do hear crime avoided Ike. Now, yeah. Ike I, being Eisenhower. Ike being Eisenhower. Yes, indeed. So I'm thinking, what on earth? Go on, go on. Well, what I'm so, thinking is, if we, you know, Ike's 
a famous farewell address when he's warning about the military-industrial complex. In other words, they were contemplating killing Ike at one point. I don't know. What do you think? Ah, well, I don't know. So I went to uh, looked at Eisenhower, okay, for that very reason. What does he mean by the crime avoided Ike? Okay, so uh, so I uh, so I started uh, looking at Eisenhower, and this is Eisenhower talking to um, talking to I think Jackie. I'm not sure. Let's just uh, I've forgotten now. This is right after JFK assassination. Mrs. Eisenhower and I share the grief that Mrs. Kennedy must now feel. And we send to her our prayerful thoughts and sympathetic sentiments. And this one says he had to miss. You hear that? I do, I do. I'm totally befuddled as to what that might mean, though. Ah, well, okay. Well, let me play another one and I'll tell you, okay? So here we go. Here's the next next one. Will the nation be all right in the few months ahead? Oh, I'm not going to uh, predict anything of that. I just say this. The American nation is a people of great common sense. And this one says, I bring it in a kid. I bring it in a kid. I bring it in a kid. Very clear. I'm sure you would agree. Okay, so if you go and listen to uh, James Files' whole hour interview Mm -hmm. when he was just a young kid, okay, he was specifically told not to hit Jackie Kennedy. And when uh, when Eisenhower is talking about Jackie Kennedy, that's when he says he had to miss. Okay. That's right. I do remember the the uh, that interview with James File, and he was told. Uh, yep. To avoid hitting the first lady. Exactly right. Exactly and right. Uh, I, yeah, I do remember that distinctly. Okay, so that's interesting. So now when so Ike was talking why, to the first why lady, is this on Eisenhower's speech after the assassination? Hmm. Okay, here he is talking to LBJ on the phone after the assassination. Now to come back all the way just after we'd gotten out there, and we had to get our children out for the holidays. And here he says, "I made you. That's the deal." Interesting. Ike is telling LBJ, I made you, that's the deal. Exactly correct. Yes, I know. How deep does this rabbit hole go? Who indeed was involved in this assassination? Hmm. It goes very, very deep, very, very far. And uh, the more I researched it, the deeper and deeper I got. And it was just... uh, I've never heard a, a JFK uh, assassination researcher, to my knowledge, implicate Ike Eisenhower. Well, that's, that's exactly why Bush says the crime avoided Ike. Because Ike was never implicated. Mm. He was never implicated. Such an affable, avuncular uh, gentleman, though, I, I always thought of Eisenhower. Beloved. Uh, I'm just telling you what I'm. I'm just telling you what I found. I understand. We're not gonna. We're not gonna blame the messenger here. No, I know. All right. Here's another one. That implies that even deeper figures involved in the assassination. Here's Hoover again. That uh, that must have been more than one man, but because no one man could fire those shots from the time that they were fired. And he says no one thought the man now belonged to the Knesset. No one thought the man. No one all never come that day. 
So what's the Knesset? The Knesset, of course, is the Israeli parliament. Right. Interesting. And uh, here's, um, I've got another reversal about the Knesset. I can't find no, let me just uh, Let me ask you, though, about, about yeah. Hoover. Hoover in the forward speech is saying that there was more than one gunman. Right. And he's saying that forward. Who is he talking to? LBJ, so LBJ. Which is confusing to me because he's talking to LBJ and in his forward speech, he's saying that there was more than one gunman. Can I hear the forward speech again? Sure. That uh, that must have been more than one man, but because no one man could fire those shots from the time that they were fired. Oh, I think he's saying that that's what people are saying. They're saying there must be more than one man. Okay. Oh, I see. Right. Because I was contrasting that with his memo saying we must make the public believe uh, there was only one man. Oh, I see. Right. I think he's saying that's what people are saying. But yes, you're quite right. He really emphasized the fact that there was only one man. Yes. So there we have an interesting reversals on Eisenhower. I haven't played them all. You can go to my site, reversespeech.com. You can hear them all. Here we have an interesting reversal. Uh, let's look at some people on the uh, Warren Commission. This is uh, Cooper, okay? John Sherman uh, Cooper, yes. John Sherman Cooper, got it, right. Uh, we can assure you that every bit of the testimony will be made available to the press, the public. And here he says, the damn evil will be enormous. The damn evil will be enormous. The damn evil will be enormous. Interesting. The damn so evil this, I heard that. That's uh, Kentucky Senator John Sherman Cooper. Yeah. Now, so I... He's... Go on. Uh, yep. People forget that the Warren Commission was actually pretty divided. It was by no means a unanimous decision, and I believe one of the... There were three dissenters. All three were from the southern United States, uh, and huh. among those was John Sherman Cooper, who, who didn't uh, agree with the findings of the Warren Commission. Well, here he is. Listen to this. This is a little statement he makes forwards. He says, forwards, I don't believe that. Listen to this. Do you? Can you say if you still think it was one man? I don't believe that. I think we'd better not get into that. Here he says, I don't believe that. And then Dulles, who's in charge of the commission, not, not in charge of the commission, Dulles, who's also on the commission, former FBI director, for, not director, uh, 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 oh, what was he? CIA. Uh, CIA, sorry, he was fired by, uh, fired by JFK. And, uh, so Cooper says, I don't believe it. And then Dulles chips in and cuts him off. Listen to it again. Do you, can you say if you still think it was one man? I don't believe it. I think we'd better not get into that. I've never heard that enough. before. That's yeah, remarkable. That's as funny as hell. I'll do it again. Do you, can you say if you still think it was one man? I believe that. I think we'd better not get into that. <laughs> That's a funny clip. That's forward. That's, That's right. forward. And, and here Dulles says, that, uh, uh, Cooper says, a damn evil will be enormous. So he's aware of a vast plot that goes beyond just Lee Harvey Oswald. Right. And here's, right. Uh, here's Dulles, a reversal on Dulles. If you had ten more commissions, you'd never get away from the idea that maybe there was a plot. We just didn't find any traces of it. And here he says, tough was Israeli damned with their day. That's the second reference to Israel. Okay. Hard to say. Hard to say what that means. It's yeah. it's a swamp. <laughs> yes, it it's is. a swamp. All right, let's uh, take a time out, come back. 
More reverses on the JFK assassination. Do we have any from Jackie Kennedy? Uh, no, I don't have any for Jackie. Sorry. All right. Let's uh, let's come back and work through some more. David Oates is with us, the founder, discoverer of reverse speech. Stay with us. Loose lips sink ships, and sometimes corporations. Got something to say? Call Richard Serrett now at 416-360-0740 or toll free at 1-866-740-4740. And we are back. A very special edition of The Conspiracy Show. We're looking at reverse speech or reversals with David John Oates. Give us the uh, the website again, uh, David, where people can listen to more. Uh, yeah, reversespeech.com. And actually, I do have a special JFK assassination site up. So let me give you that out. It's jfkassassinationsolved.com. jfkassassinationsolved.com. Solved. Solved. All right. We're focusing on JFK tonight, but uh, what else will they find up on the website in terms of reversals? Do you have those? those oh, reverse speech. Yes. Reversespeech.com. Oh, yeah. heavens. i got almost 20,000 reversals on that site. All the latest Trump reversals are up there and uh, the election campaign. I've got reversals going back to the 19, early, mid-1990s when the first website first went up. So we got reversals from the Clinton presidency on plus uh, oh, a whole bunch of stuff. That must just keep you, I mean, that must keep you busy, not 24 hours, but my word, because first of all, you've got to capture the audio and then you've got to listen to it intently backwards. How long does it take you to, when you have a clip, to identify a reversal? Ah, Reversals will vary in frequency depending on the track, but I'll find them once every 20, 30 seconds. So, you know, I'm going to find one reversal every uh, 20, 30 seconds of sound clip. That's probably about two minutes of analysis time. Maybe every two or three minutes of working, I'll find a reversal. Then it takes me about well, maybe two minutes to get it ready for presentations, you know, like forwards and backwards at three speeds. There's no denying it's a very time-intensive process doing it, and it, it's really what's kept a lot of people out of the field in the uh, 30 years I've been public with it. Is it's it's not like other modalities like NLP or Reiki or EFT where you can go and take a couple of training courses and be good at it. Is with reverse speech, you've got to sit down for hours and hours and hours with the headphones on and find those reversals. So um, we've just commissioned a uh, project to get voice recognition to find reversals. So we've just started that. I don't know how, how long it's going to take. Oh, yeah. this is a, uh, a an app, correct? Yes, this is an app. We've just commissioned that app now. So we'll see what happens. If we can get voice recognition finding reversals for us, that's going to do several things. It's going to save us heaps of time for a start. It's going to weed out the rubbish from the gems, you know, the gibberish from the uh, good reversals in between. It's also going to give the sceptics a fair bit to speak about because now we've got a computer finding it, not just the human ear. So that's the next thing on the list. Right. Now, where are reversals in terms of being sort of accepted? Not that they're going to be accepted as necessarily as court testimony, (sighs) but in terms of being accepted as a legitimate field of endeavor. 
Unfortunately, it's still a fringe science. There has been a couple of studies done. Probably the most well-known study was done by Monash University in Australia. They did some tests to see whether reversals could be heard by other people, and they could. They concluded, yes, these reversals can be heard, and we don't deny Oates has found valid examples of what they call reverse sequences. But the report discounted the theory as a whole, basically based on my lack of linguistic qualifications. That was a bit disappointing. Uh, California State University released a study in the early, to early or late 1990s that showed the brain can hear backward messages and respond. But, of course, the biggest, the biggest, the biggest revelation was the CIA published the documents they had on reverse speech in uh, just last year. Yes, yes. And you can find that by Googling uh, reverse speech CIA. I believe there's a lot of work being done on it. I just don't know about it. The science is, unfortunately, it is very much in its infancy and there's a lot of work yet to be done. I'm just pioneering the field, paving the way for others to come is what I believe. For this particular project on JFK, do you seek input from JFK assassination researchers because a reversal may not necessarily make sense to you at the time? Oh, but sure. Well, when I first released this finding, I did a five-hour show with Jim Mars, and uh, Jim Mars filled in a lot of the pieces where I didn't ah, understand right. what the reversals meant. Yeah, so, well, uh, you went to the source. He certainly was the grandfather of uh, JFK assassination research. We mentioned, or maybe I mentioned, Carlos Marcello. Do you have any mobsters? Because I was told by my good friend, a JFK assassination researcher, Brent Holland, uh, who's up uh -huh. in Kingston, has a radio program, and he's written about the JFK assassination from the White House Daily Plaza, it's called. He said that Marcello was actually recorded in prison. Uh, his uh, okay. fellow inmate was wired, and they caught Marcello... In a confession. Now, I haven't heard the audio. I don't know that Brent has heard the audio, but Marcello apparently has made a confession. All right. Okay. Well, then we have two mobsters who have made a confession then. Now, do we have anything from Jack Ruby? Yes, I do. Ah. Yes. I think this is from his hospital bed, dying of cancer, I believe this recording came from. So I walk towards the, the ramp. I know it's the police squad car on the head of the ramp. Okay, he's describing how he shot Lee Harvey Oswald. I walked towards the ramp and saw the police squad car ahead of the ramp, and here he says, Dark Ghost sealed this order. Here we go. Dark Ghost sealed this order. Dark Ghost sealed this order. Hear that there? Yeah, Again. that's pretty clear. Dark Ghost sealed this order. Dark so forces unseen is how I would interpret that. Dark forces unseen. So what was the order that he was given? Well, I believe it was to kill, kill Lee Harvey Oswald. Right. He wasn't just some. This, I mean, this has been pretty well established. I think now even the latest uh, records uh, dump sh uh, tends to prove, I think, that J.F. or uh, Oswald and Ruby knew each other. Prior to them meeting in the uh, during the prison transfer, of course, Oswald's right. final moments. So uh, that's interesting. And here's another one. As I made an illegal turn behind the bus to the parking lot, had I gone the way I was supposed to go, straight down Main Street, I would have never, I would never met this fate. And he says, uh, "I'm dark. The soldier now hit." 
Interesting, he refers to Oswald as a soldier. Hmm. Why would he use the word soldier? I'm dark, the soldier now here. So, uh, what else have I got on Ruby? I'm just pulling some out of random here. Um, um, Here's one here on Ruby. Did you realize you had done anything? Well, really, it happened so fast and everything else. I can't recall what had happened from the timeline. He says uh, your masters were paid off. Well, that's not very clear. It's there, it's not clear. Anyway, I think it's clear that he shot uh, Oswald on orders. Right, right. Your masters were paid off. Yes. Now, referring to uh, Oswald as a soldier, meaning, you know, perhaps on the same, they were on the same team. Uh, Interesting. Fascinating. Interesting stuff. Yep. I will say. All right. So um, where will we go to now? Um, well, we have about look. five minutes, six minutes here, so we have time for a few more. Um, okay. Let's see. Now, we, we've talked about, uh, we've, we've heard from J. Edgar Hoover. We've heard from LBJ. We've heard from Ike Eisenhower. Uh, we've heard uh, some remarkable foreshadowing from the 35th president himself, Oswald, uh-huh. Ruby. Let's see. Who else do you have? Oh, uh, I got Nixon in Dallas the day before the assassination. And in addition to that, we find that despite the fact that uh, President Kennedy has one of the largest uh, majorities in Congress of any president in history, it's one of the poorest percentage records of accomplishment in history. Okay, so this he, this is in here, in here in Dallas the day beforehand, and he says, I hear the neck will suffer, the powerful helps. Interesting reversal because JFK was shot in the neck. Okay. Yes, and, I uh, hear the neck will suffer. Yeah, I think that's one of those. Uh, I don't think he could have known JFK was shot in the neck. I think that's one of those future tense premonitions. Okay. Fascinating. And, uh, now I've never heard that clip because I, I find it interesting. Nixon was in Dallas the day before. Oh yeah, yeah. Here, here he is. Another one, different clip. Today, millions of people throughout the world are trying to find words adequate to express their grief ah, and their I'm sorry. to his family. I'm sorry. This is on the 23rd. This is after the assassination. Right. Right. And here he says, uh, "I have secret here." I have secret here. I have secret here. And again. So what's his secret? What is he hiding? Well, it's interesting that, I mean, he's famous for saying, you know, he didn't remember where he was, and yet we have him on tape in Dallas uh, the day before the assassination, uh, which is very curious. Now, it it is rumored, of course, this is only rumor, that Nixon and LBJ, of course, were both present along with, I'm not sure if Hoover was rumored to be there as well in this big meeting with Clint Murchison in Dallas the day before the assassination. And clearly all the reverses I found on Hoover, LBJ, Nixon show that they were aware of this. They knew something was happening. And, well, Hoover's even more damning than that. I mean, I mean, look, based on all the clips I've done, and I've only played you about 25% of what I've got, I believe it was an order that came from higher up, I think as high up as Israel. I think it was a whole bunch of Republicans 
because everyone I've looked at have been Republican except for LBJ, and uh, Hoover was Hoover was uh, uh, opted to uh, to set the whole thing up. After the talk, we set it up. He uh, contacted the mafia, and the mafia did the hit. That's what I think happened. And Oswald was onto it. And for some reason, I don't know what reason, he ended up as the Patsy. uh, That's what I think happened. Fascinating. All right. What do we have here? We have about um, two minutes before we head into a break. Now, rather than play another clip... Let me just talk generally about reversals. We'll come back after the uh, the break at the bottom of the hour and play some more. But just in general, about reversals, because you also use them for therapeutic purposes, correct? Oh, yeah. How does that work? Well, that's my main business. I've been doing using reverse speech therapy for 30 years. Um, I'm currently working with 25 clients. I generally work with 25, 30 clients at any one time. I've developed a whole therapeutic process around reverse speech, basically when you're using reverse speech and therapy, the language of reversals change. It starts speaking in metaphor, using words like wolf, goddess, lancelot, garden of Eden. And it took me many years to work through what all these metaphors meant. And I've come up with a theory that the unconscious mind thinks in metaphor or pictures. And human behavior and personality is organized or orchestrated by a construct of metaphoric structures in the deep unconscious mind. Now, this is what I'm saying is not new. Carl Jung theorized this. Freud worked with it a little bit. Jung was the main pioneer of the field. And so a client will come in with the problem. Let's say it's depression. And I'll record the client. I'm going to get a transcript of what is happening on the unconscious level in metaphor. It's going to, let's suppose it might say something like, my wolf is sick. Uh, wolf in reverse speech is drive and motivation. So then I'm going to get in the first recording a list of the metaphors that, that are running this behavior. I then do another recording where I ask the unconscious, how do we fix this pattern? And I might say, feed the wolf. I then take the client on a form of hypnosis. It's a unique form that I developed myself where I'll have them see this sick wolf. They'll visualize the wolf and they will then feed the wolf. I'm actually getting them to do exactly what the verses tell me to do. My whole theory is that the unconscious knows what the problem is and it also knows what the solution is. And so by using those two facts... I take my clients on this vivid, metaphoric, guided visualization, shamanic journey through the unconscious where we're seeing and changing these unconscious structures. All right, David, we'll uh, get back to uh, JFK and more on the other side. David John Oates, the discoverer of reverse speech. Stay with us. Peering into the shadows, where the truth often hides. You're listening to The Conspiracy Show with Richard Sarrett. Just a heads up on a programming note. Next week, at least part of the program, we will be talking about America's Stonehenge. This is a fascinating, seemingly ancient artifact in Salem, New Hampshire. And um, although it's called America's Stonehenge, it bears little resemblance to the actual Stonehenge on the English Salisbury Plain, except that it does feature a number of enormous pieces of granite, some of them standing upright, standing stones, 
in some sort of an alignment, a celestial alignment with the uh, the lunar cycle, the autumnal and spring and summer equinoxes, and also some other interesting artifacts there in an area that's also known as Mystery Hill. This is in Salem, New Hampshire, and we'll be talking about America's Stonehenge. And uh, they're not sure exactly how old it is. Some anthropologists and archaeologists believe that it might only date back as far as the 18th century, but other archaeological evidence tend to suggest it is much, much, much older. All right, we are talking about reverse speech with uh, David John Oates. The idea here is that during spoken language production, human speakers subconsciously produce hidden messages that give insights into their innermost thoughts. David says it has applications in psychotherapy, criminology, business negotiation, and um, we are talking about the JFK assassination because we're hearing some interesting reversals from people associated with uh, the president and with the assassination. We've got time for a couple more here. Who's up next? Well, I've got a couple here on Russell on the Warren Commission. According to that theory, he not only missed the whole automobile, but he missed the street. Well, the man's a good enough shot to put two bullets right in the candy. He didn't miss that old automobile. So he's, he's querying the official account, okay? That uh, This is Richard Russell. He was from Georgia. I believe was another dissenter on the Warren Commission. That's right. Yes, he was. Okay, so... And he says, we won't know all the sin. We won't know all the sin. We won't know all the sin. And again. We won't know all the sin. Okay, he believes this goes far deeper... That's pretty clear. That's pretty clear. That's pretty clear. And these are all the Warren Commission. The other chap was the uh, the damn evil is enormous, okay? And here we have Russell again. Well, they were trying to prove it. The same bullet that hit Kennedy first was the one that hit Connolly. And he says, you're a liar. You're a liar. Now, who's he on the phone with? This is Richard Russell again? Who is he on the phone? Oh, he's on the phone with LBJ. Yeah. You're a liar. He doesn't believe the official story, okay? So these would be considered congruencies. Yes, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, yeah, they're congruent reversals. He's questioning the story forwards and he's questioning the story backwards, okay? So how the Warren Commission ever came up with uh, the lone gunman theory when uh, two of the members at least didn't believe it? is beyond me. The whole thing was obviously a setup. There's no doubt in my mind about right. that. And so. yeah, that's right. So Richard Russell uh, from Georgia. We had John Sherman Cooper from Kentucky. And then Hale Boggs from Louisiana, I believe. He was the third dissenter. Yeah. And then, of course, Hale Boggs that's mysteriously true. disappeared in a plane crash in 1972. So there you go. Do we have any Hale Boggs by any chance? No, I don't. No, okay. no, nothing from him. Sorry. No. That's all okay, right. Okay, so let's look at who else I jump to here. I'm, ju- I'm jumping through a lot of reversal. I'm just trying to pick up the significant ones. Oh, here's one on Nixon again. And uh, I've got a editorial in the New York Times on Friday, which That's I wrote not this Nixon. morning. That's not Nixon. Good. Someone's on, on, on the phone oh, with him. Someone's on the phone. He's on the phone with LBJ. Yeah. That's right. He started the damn thing. He killed DM. And uh, he started the damn thing, talking about uh, DM killing Kennedy, took out DM in Vietnam. So uh, this reversal is, is irrelevant. I'm sorry. It just simply says, get mad at it. Get mad at it. Get mad at it. Hmm. Yeah. That's got nothing to do with the assassination. I'm sorry. That's that's a congruent reversal. He was upset that JFK got DM. 
These phone calls are fascinating uh, between LBJ. I've not heard some of oh, these before. Oh, yeah. Well, here's an interesting one on LBJ. Listen to this. I was going to put on some things you think ought to happen, and I won't involve you, of course, you get you in jurisdictional disputes or anything, but I, I'd like to at least advocate them as my opinion. I'll be very glad to, indeed. Uh, I certainly appreciate your confidence. Well, thank you. Thank you. Fine. Talking to Hoover. That's right. And he says, they choke me. God, United States, is on threat. God. I'm sorry, it's two reversals. First one is they choke me, God. And then he says, United States is on threat. And again, that so, was, uh, that was LBJ or was that, uh, LBJ, LBJ talking to Hoover. He was obviously filled in a bind. You know, God, they choke me. He's in a, he's, and the United States on threat. You know, he's feeling pressure from somewhere. And interesting uh, because, L, you know, Jim Mars, who you mentioned earlier, seemed so certain that, that uh, LBJ was in this thing up to his uh, eyeballs. Oh, well, I believe he was. Reversal uh, showed. Yeah, absolutely. You know, absolutely. Uh, who do we have next? Uh, okay, who we got next? Uh, well, uh, let me, uh, <laughs> um, uh, Nixon in office, um, Dallas, uh, Eisenhower, played your Eisenhower. Uh, uh, here's another one on James Files. Uh, motorcade, the best of my recollection to me and my mind and everything is slowed down at this point. When they hit, when the first shot went off, it's like it stopped. It's just like it slowed down almost to crawl or barely moving or maybe it even stopped. I'm not really sure on that point. And he says, I know I shoot. Nice and clear. Right. These ones from James File are so uh, clear because it's, it, the audio is, the front, obvi- the, uh, the forward audio obviously is, is fairly new. Uh, right. some of these, you know, over the phone, they're over 50 years old. Uh, but this right. one is crystal clear. Crystal clear. Here's a congruent reversal. He said that uh, they showed him a map and they messed the map. But it says that Ford's... I walked around the railroad yard, and I was waiting for the time to pass. Time was coming on. And when I heard the roar of the crowd, I'd been over by the fence, and I got there a little bit, a few minutes early. Oh, uh, okay. And so he doesn't say four about the map. Must have been a little bit further on. And he simply says, you mucked the map. You mucked the map. You mucked the you map. Mucked. That's yeah, interesting. They... I wonder if that no. has anything to do with the fact that the, the parade route was changed sort of last right. minute. Yeah, that's exactly what that's referring to. So, and that's what he says. So, so it's a congruent reversal. It's another one. All the reversals on files are congruent. Meaning he's telling the truth according to the theory of reverse speech. All right. And he's part of three gunmen is why I understand it. One of three. I'll tell you what, why don't we open up the phone lines if people want to comment on what they're hearing, if they believe, uh, that there is something to this, to reversals. David John Oates stays with us. Back with more in a moment. Fasten your seatbelt and put your tray in the upright position. You're about to leave everything you know behind on The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. Welcome back. A few moments yet with David John Oates, the discoverer of reverse speech. And again, give us the uh, the JFK uh, solved website. Yeah, it's a JFK assassination solved dot com. 
jfkassassinationsolved.com. Now, looking forward into the future, any thoughts on doing one, a reversal investigation, for example, on RFK, MLK, John Lennon, any more in the works? RFK I've done, the clear evidence of mind control on Sirhan Sirhan. MLK is next on the list. Uh, 911, I'm halfway through. John Lennon, one of my associates did John Lennon, and I can't remember what he found. Um, uh, I think he, Mark Chapman was mind controlled, if I remember correctly. Uh, Fascinating. I would love to, to, to delve into that yeah. one with you or your associate. Uh, yeah, RFK is solved. I can do a show on RFK. Yeah. Sirhan Sirhan. Yes, he, uh, interesting. I've, I've had William Francis Pepper, his attorney, on a number of times. And William right. Francis Pepper was the one that uh, they held a, um, well, it was a civil trial in the case. Right. And uh, after they, he presented the evidence, the jury came back with basically exonerating James Earl Ray in a very quick amount of time. And the members of the King family, apparently, have never really believed the official story. They don't believe, I don't think, that James Earl Ray was responsible so interesting. Well, yeah, that's uh, that's going to be a class project for my uh, training class this year. So is the MLK. Oh, is that right? But Fascinating. Fascinating. Yep. All right. Well, maybe next year, as the anniversary rolls around, it'll be ready and we can do something on the show. Yeah, that'd be great. I love that. Excellent. Fantastic. Yeah. All right. Let's play a few more. And these are only tw- what we've we haven't played all of them, but what you have sort of ready to go tonight are only about twenty five percent of the total that you found. Oh no, I've got them all here. I'm just yes. just playing no, random. We- yeah, about twenty five percent of what I found. Yeah, I've got I got about two hundred of them. Here we have an interesting one on Hoover. It says end the truth of epitome. End, end the truth of epitome. Hmm. In other words. The epitome of success. We've ended the truth. We've uh, JFK was cut short. It's just a metaphoric way of saying it. Okay. Right. Well, that's yeah. That's the tricky part too. Is because sometimes they are speaking almost metaphorically. They're not just saying, you know, I fired the gun or I was standing on the grassy knoll. It's done in a very. I mean, the subconscious mind doesn't speak the way isn't necessarily just saying it in plain spoken English. Right. No, it doesn't necessarily say it in plain spoken English. And uh, some of the verses get very cryptic, and it takes a lot of skill in interpretation. It took me many, many years to, and I still haven't got it all worked out. You know, it's just interesting. Any thoughts Here's as to, the, Sorry, I just, one, one quick question. Any thoughts as to why the subconscious mind, if that's what we're hearing when, the, when, we, when we hear reversals, why the subconscious mind would speak metaphorically? Oh, why? Gee whiz. Uh, I've never been asked why. <laughs> I, I know it does, because certainly in session work, most of the reversals are a metaphor. I think that's just how the unconscious thinks. It thinks in pictures and images. Um, these metaphors are more than just words, but they're... Uh, uh, see, I don't like to use the word living. Um, the, 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 they're independent functions within within the unconscious. It's just where the unconscious is work. It's a it's a building stones or the structures of the unconscious mind is through metaphor. So and, why it is, I don't know. And if someone's if someone is deceptive in their backward speech, in the reversals, uh, does that mean they never speak? Their reversals are never con- uh, congruent, or they're, and they're always deceptive. Sorry, say that again. Sorry? If, if someone is being deceptive in their reversal, 
does that mean that they're always deceptive? They they are just deceptive by nature. Ah, oh, mm, interesting. Uh, that's it's a philosophical question. That one. I think people can say, tell truth on, on some occasions and lies on other occasions. You know, just because someone's deceptive one time doesn't mean they're going to be deceptive in another area. Uh, but I, it tends to be a personality trait. I must admit that people who are deceptive in one area will tend to be deceptive in other areas. Is that what you're asking me? No. Yes. Yes. For yeah. the most part. Now, yeah. the other thing I wanted to ask you is. Uh, have you ever performed a, re- a reversal on yourself and been surprised? Oh, <laughs> I do reversals. Well, I yes, I do many times. Um, uh, I've done quite a few of myself over the years. When I got problems or issues, I'll go and contact some of my uh, some of my practitioners out to uh, to uh, to uh, look at my own reversals. But the reversals on myself. Let me see if I've got one I can play you. Oh, here's an interesting one. Talking about reverse speech. Listen, listen to this. And move on with my life. Right. Okay. Yeah. I'm with you. See now. The now the thing is though, we have consent from your unconscious to heal it. We have a reversal that says we must heal it. I'm talking to a client talking about reverse speech, and I say backwards divine mystery. The divine mystery. Divine mystery. You like that? Divine mystery. Yeah, that's Thank pretty you. clear. That's pretty clear. Divine mystery. What? Yeah, here, even here, this one. Oh, well, I think reverse speech at its deepest level taps into the divine. And it's a mystery. We don't understand it all yet. Okay? Here, here's a clear one on me. See if you can hear this one without being prompted. Here's me um, talking with the client about, about the price we're going to pay. Oh, well, we'll go, we'll, we'll go half price then. <laughs> well, yeah. you've got money problems. To say we'll go half price then and backwards. See if you can hear what I'm saying. I heard go, we'll wiggle. I haggle, we'll wiggle. Hear anything there? Something I about haggle. wiggle. I heard the word wiggle. Yeah. yeah. I haggle, we'll wiggle. I haggle, we'll wiggle. I'll do it again. I haggle, we'll wiggle. Okay. I, I haggle, haggle, we'll wiggle. Interesting. Yes. <laughs> now, all the reversals I've asked you to hear this show, you've heard at least one or two words in each one, okay? Now, if this, you haven't heard the whole phrase, but that's fine. That's practice. That's training. But if this was all projection or pareidolia or uh, you know you're only hearing this because i'm telling you to hear it then you wouldn't be able to hear any words at all when i play the reversals you know and uh, often i'll put the same tape out to students for homework and they'll come back with a proportion of reversals that are identical and uh, i often do the test where many times i'll play reversal without telling you what they say and uh, you know and they can be heard so uh, if this was just imagination or projection then that couldn't happen you couldn't two people wouldn't hear the same thing so you're tr- you're training uh, a future reverse speech experts. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Yeah, my latest class just started this weekend. Actually, uh, my latest batch of students. So uh, they're all they're all pumped and ready to go. So that's all exciting stuff. Uh, and uh, and I've uh, got another class starting its master level training in May. Actually, if anyone wants to. Join a quick reverse speech class. Go to reversespeech.com slash masterclass. And um, uh, it's a very quick quick reverse speech class I'm doing for $97 just to find out how to find gene reversals. That's on May the 1st. So reversespeech.com slash masterclass. And there's a 10% discount if you enter radio offer in the coupon field, radio offer. All right, terrific. And, And this can be done online, obviously. I'll see. Yes, it can be done online. All right. Let's grab a quick call. Bill's in Cambridge. 
Uh, Bill, welcome to The Conspiracy Show. Good morning. Good morning. I want you to clarify the name of that shooter who uh, who hit the head. It's James? James Files. How do you spell that last name? F-I-L-E-S. Okay. That's great. This is a very interesting show. Uh, look forward to hearing you again. Thanks a lot. Thanks very much, Bill. James Thank Files. You. Yeah. Now, you. this is interesting. I wasn't aware of this. You said he's out on parole now? Uh, yes, he is. He was paroled last year, I believe. Ah. And someone told someone told me that actually on on another radio show I did. They Googled him. I played the James Files verse. They Googled him and said he's out on parole. So, uh, so um, and that's what I was told. Wow. Oh, wow. We uh, we'd like we'd love to get him into studio. Uh, let's okay. say hi to Mark is in Maryland. Mark, welcome to the Conspiracy Show. David John Oates. I have been yes, listening sir. to you since the 1990s, and I have one of your cassette machines that I can okay. reverse. And uh, I don't have your office number anymore. However, oh, well, let me give it out to you. 503-568-7077. That's 503-568-7077. I wanted to tell you that on Coast to Coast last fall, someone had recordings of Lyndon Johnson speaking with Mrs. Kennedy in the days right after the assassination and she was still living in the okay. fascinating calls and I'm sure you can find them somewhere. Oh, that would I'm be sure great. But I'd get hold of them. Yes, I would. Yes, because uh, we'd love, yeah, love to hear what Jackie has to say to LBJ. So there you have your assignment, David. Okay, all right, I'll go and get it done. Mark so, has a, he said he has a tape recorder that, is this uh-huh. a particular tape recorder that you've developed? Well, yeah, we used to sell them back in the 90s before the days of computer programs, and now there's a software that does it. We also have an app, which you can download from the App Store. Uh, iReverse Speech is the name of the app. That's for iPhone. We're coming out with the Android app right now. It's in development as we speak. Give us the uh, the name of the app again. It's iReverse Speech, and you can get it by going to iReverseSpeech.com. Or just search the App Store for iReverse Speech. And how it's does it work app. exactly? How does that work, that app? Oh, it just turns your iPhone into a reversing machine. You can play, you record on your iPhone and then run it forwards and backwards. You can slow it down and, uh, um, it also gives you the facility to save your reversals if, once you find them. But you have to identify them. Oh yeah, you have to identify. Now the app to find your reversal, we've only just started. I, that's going to be a ways away yet. <laughs> even if it is even possible. So I, I don't know, but we're, we're, we're started. All right. Well, good luck with that. David, this has been fascinating. Thank you for spending the last two hours with us. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. And again, David, John Oates, give us the websites one more time. ReverseSpeech.com and the JFK site is JFKAssassinationSolved.com. Terrific. Okay. All right. David, a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. All right. And we'll look forward to uh, reversal on MLK. And uh, I would love to do that one on John Lennon. Okay. I'll look into both of those for you. Okay? Thank you, my friend. All the best. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, that's it for us. Ryan, what did you think? That's quite a rabbit hole to go down. A lot there. Well, Albert? Well, it confirms what Jim Mars is saying. LBJ is up, up to it in his eyeballs. That's it, indeed. All right. My thanks to Sebastian. Good job. Albert, of course. And Ryan, as always, back next week, we'll talk the American Stonehenge. Don't forget the live events page at strangeplanet.ca. In the meantime, don't be afraid. There's nothing concealed that won't be revealed and nothing hidden that won't be made known. What you hear in the dark, speak in the light. What I say in a whisper, 
proclaim from the housetops. Move over, Aphrodite, I'm coming home. Good night.